The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling his solo. And um, you know, before we got a we got a guest coming on tonight, Ruben Carter, University of Miami grad, and uh, class of um, nineteen seventy five. And Ruben also played for the um, for the Denver Broncos. And uh, before we get started, Ruben, uh, let's talk a little bit about this Super Bowl that's coming up. You know, Tom Brady and Matt Ryan. Tom Brady is making his seventh Super Bowl appearance. He has won five Super Bowls. And um, Matt Ryan is making his first. Wow. Bill Belichick is the coach of the New England Patriots. He's been with Tom Brady in every one of those Super Bowls. Wow. I just, uh, man, I'm pulling for the Atlanta Falcons. But I'm just not so sure that the Atlanta Falcons have enough to um to take on um the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. But hey guys, before we go any further, we have a guest on tonight, and uh, our guest is Ruben Carter. Ruben, what's going on? I'm doing fine, thank you. Everything's well, no complaints. Beautiful. And hey, for hey Ruben, for everybody that don't know you, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about you here. You know. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Reuben Carter played at University of Miami from 1975 to 1986. Reuben, you're a fifth-round draft pick by the, by the um, Denver Broncos, and you played yes, in Super the, Bowl by 12. The, by, the, by the Denver Broncos, yes, yes. Yep. I played uh, nose tackle from Broncos. Yep. And, and Ruben, you know, when when I knew you were coming on our show, I started doing a little little research and a little homework on you. And, uh, <laughs> okay. you know, uh, the word is, Ruben, you the first nose tackle ever in the NFL. Well, that's, that's what they say. But, you know, I kind of had my, my playing style after a guy by the name of Curly Cult. Name might not sound familiar for, it, for you, but he played over at Kansas City with the Chiefs. Uh-huh. And uh, Curly and I were really about the same stature. He was a wrestler and, you know, just, just a very, very strong, kind of a fire club, you know. Those type of aren't very, very tall usually, you know. We're kind of a little bit undersized, they call us, you know. But, you know, you got to be able to plug that middle and have two gaps to keep two gaps all the time. And all uh, the time. You never, miss, you never miss a nose tackle until he's gone. He's like a manhole cover. You don't miss him until he's gone. <laughs> 
That, that's for sure. Yeah. And you got to be quick off the ball, Ruby. You got to be able to get out that snap count real quick, almost as quick as a center. Oh, absolutely. And, and you've got to be able to, to be able to control the middle. You know, between the guards is the area. You know, that's, that's your area. And it's kind of like having a homestead mentality. You know, nobody's running in my area to take the ball outside somewhere else, but you're not coming in here. I feel you. I feel you. You know, um, Ruben, um, uh, you know, I played for the University of Miami back in the 80s. I, I actually um, finished up. I graduated by the time you were about to finish your NFL career. Um, yeah. You know, things were a little different. We had Moselle Axon on the show a while back, and he was one of the first okay. black players to ever come to, uh, that come to the University of Miami. And I know you guys yeah. played around the same time. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. we did. You know, the, the guy who was there when, when I was uh, in school, you know, the, the guy who started all was Ray Bellamy. Uh-huh, Ray. He was Ray. really the pioneer he, at the University of Miami as far as with football. You know, he came there in 1967, and he was the first black student athlete on the football team. And this year actually will be 50 years, you know, since he achieved that milestone. And uh, wow. just really proud of him and just being there with that guy, you know, just helped me immensely in the way he carried himself and, really helped me to learn the ropes on, on what it was going to be like at the University of Miami. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, we, we, we haven't had Ray on the show yet, but um, we're, gonna, we're working hard on getting him, getting him on the show. You know, Ruben, I, I know you've got to, you're one of the people that we can say have seen a lot of the changes um, in the, at, at the University of Miami from the number of black athletes on the field to the popularity yeah. of the program. How do, how do, how do you feel about the growth and uh, the way, way the you know how far University of Miami has come, or do you see it as a, a growth and how far we've come? Absolutely, no doubt about it. You know, when I first arrived at the University of Miami, there was maybe a, a half a dozen of black players on the football team. One I named was Ray, Ray Bellamy, but also Chuck Foreman was there during that period of time. He was drafted by Minnesota in the first round, and also Burgess Owens was a very high draft pick, you know, in the first round, you know, and then you had Ron Proctor and uh, Henry Radford and Walter Sweeting. But other than that was it until, you know, that next class came in in 71, which included myself and Woody Thompson and Kerry Baker, who was the first black quarterback actually at the University of Miami, and Wilmore Ritchie, who was the center, who was my roommate. So we had about seven guys that came in that year. But it all started, and I have to give credit to the president of the university, Dr. Henry King Stanford. He was just outstanding. You know, he made it very clear that his purpose of the university, of Florida University, was to assist, to assist all student-athletes in developing abilities uh, to their full potential. You know, and he was uh, totally committed to enrichment of uh, young people, socially and academically. You know, and, and, and that was what, uh, that's what I felt good about. I had a great president that really supported us and wanted us to achieve. He, uh, he wanted us all to set goals for ourselves, and, and he encouraged us to set goals. Wow. You know, and, and, and Ruben, um, you know, when you guys played, you guys played in the Orange Bowl. Is that correct? Yes, we did. We played in the Orange Bowl, and to be honest with you, we played everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was one of the reasons why I went to the University of Miami, because of the excellent schedule. You know, I mean, we played Oklahoma. Texas, Notre Dame, Alabama, Auburn, and I'm naming all these schools, Florida, Florida State, all these schools I'm naming to you, you know, sometimes all in the same year. There was, there yeah. was never a break, you know. It was one after the other, you know. So, But we played everybody and was really competitive, and, 
you know, I just thought it was a, a great place to go and to be able to, to play some collegiate football, and it all worked out for the best. You know, I was almost a Gator. I was almost a Gator, and, uh, you know, actually back then they had the conference letter, and, and I thought I wanted to go up there and, and be a Gator, and then Frank Kersey came in and started recruiting me real late to come down to Miami and take an official visit, and I went down and I fell in love with it, and, of course, it was close to home. I could still get up to from uh, Carl Gables to Fort Lauderdale and get some fried chicken and some uh, hot potato pie <laughs> when I wanted to. I know you're right. And, you know, Ruben, I, I almost went to the University of Florida myself. Um, Did you? Okay. And, and and I guess it's it's a it's a little different for me, but it's almost kind of the same. I went to University of Miami one one Saturday. Me and my dad was watching football, and Miami right. was playing Penn State at that time. And he said, "You know, I always liked Miami," and that's how he said it. I said, "You know, Dad, I always liked Miami too." <laughs> and and just to think that they were playing Penn State and um a, a lot of big schools at the time. Yeah. They didn't turn anybody yeah. down. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. So, absolutely. So I, I, I really leaned towards coming to Miami. When I came down to Miami for a visit, it was just unbelievable. And being from northern Florida, where I was from, it was really cold that winter. That was the same year that uh, Pete Johnson and Cincinnati Bengals played the um, the, uh, the San Diego Chargers in right. Cincinnati. And they said that Absolutely. was one of the coldest games in the history of, of the NFL playoffs. They almost canceled the game. Yeah. Well, that weekend, I, I, that went to, I went from... I went from um, Gainesville, Florida. I flew from Gainesville. I actually grew up in Palatka, Florida. But I flew from Gainesville okay. to Miami. And it was literally yeah. 18 degrees at home, man. <laughs> and when I got off the plane, Chris Hobbs, Chris Hobbs says, man, what you doing with that big old leather coat on, man? I'm like, man, it was freezing where I came from. Well, you, you know, know here it is, 80 degrees in Miami. Don't like the cold. Don't like, you don't like the cold that much. You know, that's amazing that... As soon as I left the University of Miami, I got drafted by Denver. I'm going straight to the cold weather. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, now, now Ruben, um, you know, you had a nice career with the Denver Broncos, and um, yeah. I, I, you're really thrilled with, with your career. But when I, when I look at, um, at when, when you left football and stopped playing with Denver, you didn't stop football. I mean, your career just kept going, and, and the coaching and um, – I see you were, at one point you were a linebacker coach at Purdue. Um, was that last yeah. year? Yeah, yes, I was at Purdue for three years. Yeah, absolutely. Working with uh, with the West defensive ends and uh, working with the defensive line over there. And uh, you know, I just enjoy uh, working with young men and, and trying to help them develop their abilities, trying to make an impact in their lives, and, and be able to mentor you know student athletes, be able to help them to be the best they can be, not just on the field but also off the field. Yep. Hey, Ruben, we got uh, we got Moselle Axon on the phone. He want to ask you a couple questions. Moselle, what's going yeah. on? Hey, Dan, how you doing, man? Hey, loving life, Moselle. Thanks for calling Sports Info, you and Radio Show. We got Ruben Carter on the phone. What's happening? Hey, Ruben, how you, how you doing? How you doing, Ruben? I'm doing fine, thank you. I'm, I'm blessed. Everything's going well. Absolutely, man. I came in after you, uh, after you had graduated. I came in in 1977. Okay. And okay. When yeah. I came yeah. in, right uh, I've seen you pictures of you done. and Burgess Owens and other All-Americans, Chuck uh, uh, Foreman, all in the yeah. office there. Not like what it is today, but I mean, I've seen pictures of you, man. I was like already beginning to learn a little bit about you, although I hadn't met you. But I was right. like looking at the pictures, man, and and and, and reading up about you and, and the, the type of defense that you that you all had back in the day, but. I played with Don Latimer. 
Yeah, you played with Don. That's a good buddy of mine. He came over there and played with me in Denver after he graduated from, from UM. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, yeah. did you and Don come from the same uh, high school, same hometown? No, Don was from Fort Pierce. He was from that area, and I was from Stranahan High School in Broward County. Okay, and okay, so, okay. And so, but Don was a, he was a very good, uh, he, Don was a track star, actually, for a big guy playing defensive line to run the 100 right. meters and the 200 meters. Wow. You know, so wow. he was a good athlete, you know, when he came to the University of Miami and very strong, and, you know, and, and he went there, and I thought he made a tremendous impact. He was an All-American, also at right. the University of Miami. Now, you got to remember when I first went to the University of Miami, there were no uh, black athletes on the wall there when I arrived. Wow. Wow. Uh, not, not one. Chuck wasn't up there all, yet because he hadn't become an All-American yet, and Burgess wasn't up there yet. And I kind of mm-hmm. walked into the office and uh, looked around and, and saw that there were no pictures up there and anybody that looked like me, and I went over and pointed to the secretary, whose name was Pat, and told her I wanted to put my picture right here before I leave the University of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> maybe, wow. maybe a little bit confident, overconfident, but I... I just believe I wanted to go there and make a difference, and I'm sure you wanted to do the same thing when you made that decision. Right, man, and you did, man. I followed your career at Denver as well, and uh, you had an outstanding NFL career, and uh, well, with your you. size and, you. and everything that you brought to the game, man. And not only just on the field, but off the field too. You know. Yeah, uh, well, well, thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. You know, you always want to be a good role model, especially for for the younger kids, and be able to show them, you know, whatever goals that they think they can achieve if they're willing to work hard enough for it you know they can do it you know I was a young kid who you know come from very humble beginnings to be honest right you know growing up in the government projects in Fort Lauderdale Florida my parents were migrant workers we used to travel up and down the east coast you know picking fruits Mm -hmm. and vegetables man but I already had that work ethic man because I had worked out there in the fields I can see I can name any vegetable or fruit you can name I probably done picked all that Exactly. You know, so, exactly. you know, I learned that work ethic early, in, in there, and it just transformed on to the playing field. So I went from field to field. I went from the bean field to the to the practice field. Right, right. You know, right. so it just just made it work from there. So, and and I've been blessed, you know, in receiving the favor. So I just thank God for what I was able to achieve, you know, over that period right. of time. Who, who, who was the head coach uh, when uh, when you was there, Ruben? Uh, it was Fran Kersey. Oh, Frank okay. Kirsten was at the okay. University of Tampa, and then he came down to be with us and be our head coach at uh, at Miami. And uh, so he was there with me for a couple of years before he went to to Kentucky. And Pete Elliott became the head coach. He was the athletic director and became the head coach. Oh, and Moselle, um, 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 what was what was the coach's name when you were there, Moselle? Now, when I, when uh, I went there, uh, there uh, was Lou Saban. Lou Saban was the coach. You, right. you guys had Saban, yeah. Yeah, right. I'm not yeah. tell me about Saban. You guys had Saban, yes. And I came yeah. in under Howard Snellenberger after Saban. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, right. right. I, I played under Lou Saban for two years. Then Howard, Coach Howard Snellenberger came in, and I was finished my last two years with him. But he was there when you when you arrived. And that's how right. it was with me, um, Moselle. I played two years with um, Howard Snellenberger. And then um, Jimmy Johnson came in. I played my last two years under Jimmy Johnson. So right, you, right, oh, right. you guys, you had, some, you had some good people there, man, with you. You know, you guys were able to put it all together. We were trying. You know, we had good athletes. You've always had good athletes. We just couldn't quite put it together. 
you know, couldn't quite think, put it together. But you guys got the coaches, and, that, and that's really great that you had a chance to be able to do that. That was the vision that we all had when we went to Miami to see it where it was. And you guys built that program and helped build it to what it is now. Right. Oh, yeah. But, that's uh, exactly. Also, uh, but before a long time, though, Ruben, uh, the defense was always solid. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I was always absolutely. known for the defense. Well, you know, back in your yeah, day, well, too, you know, especially I think. on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. I, I take it right. There was a guy by the name, and, and, and he was my he was my position coach, and he produced a lot of all Americans. A guy by the name of Harold Allen. Oh yeah, Coach Allen yes, is there. Yes, when I got yes. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> coach Coach Allen was yeah. the man. He was yeah, the man. Coach. Myself, Eddie Edwards, Don Latimer, Don Smith, you name them. He 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 produced right, us all. Right, those all first round draft choice right there, Dale. Yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And, but, all those guys, all Americans. But if you go on yeah. to that list and add on to that list, Kevin Fagan, Fred Robinson, um, all right. of those guys had a touch of Coach uh, Coach Allen. Um, Jerome Brown, he had a taste of Coach Allen. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So, so Coach Allen has a legacy at the University of Miami. You yes, know what I'm saying? He's one of the reasons I have this national championship ring on my finger is because of right. his, his coaching and his ability. But Coach, coach um, Stunberger had, had an awesome staff together when I was there, man. Um, you, you know, you uh, Earl Moore was our, was our quarterback yeah. coach at the time. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. And Coach yeah. Schumberger really knew how to get the most out of you guys, man. And you guys, I tell you what, you had a high level of confidence, too. You didn't like no confidence now. Right, no, we like no confidence. That's that's for sure. And, and, and I will tell you, he he got it out of us because he put it in us. Believe me, he Absolutely. ran us more than anybody anybody in in America at that time. Yeah. I can guarantee you yeah. that. You know. So hey, um, but um, Moselle, you know, right, we got some other calls on the line, man. We can have this reunion, yeah. this UM reunion, all night long with Ruben. But we got a few more people want to holler at him, and we ain't yeah, gonna yeah. hold them. Moselle, to you, buddy. Don't be a stranger. We here every Monday night. Okay, man. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for calling. Care, God bless. Appreciate it. God, God bless, bless you, care. too. Hey, um, we got Red on the line. We got a few minutes before we take the break. Red, what's going on? We got what's Ruben Carr, University of Miami. What's up, man? Loving hey, life. What's hey, going uh, on? Is, this, is, this, is this Red? Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? How's it going? I'm hanging in there, man. Good, how about good. yourself? Red Ruben Carter is a um, is a he played in Super Bowl twelve with the Denver Broncos, um, All American University of Miami. What? At FAMU. Yep. Um, Obviously, before you Super Bowl twelve. My goodness, man. <laughs> Yeah. You're going back That's quite a ways. Right man. What's going on, man? That was in the beginning stages of the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's legendary, man. Nice to meet you, for real, man. Well, well, yeah. nice to talk to you too. Yes, absolutely. It's been a lot of years. It's been a lot of years, you know. And uh, going back to Super Bowl, I can remember the Super Bowl twelve like it was yesterday. You know, going against Roger Starbuck over there and, and getting a chance wow. to, to go against him and Tony Dorsett and those guys. Wow, yeah. oh, yep. that's 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 what you call old school now, man. Yeah, that's, that's what you call old school. The, 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 the game ain't what it used to be, man, but we still love it, man. I, I still no, love it, man. Uh, it, it's not. It's not. It's changed a lot. The players have gotten bigger. They've gotten stronger. They've gotten faster. You know, schemes take over a lot more than anything else now. It's about schemes, you know. But back then, man, you had to develop your abilities as a 
player. And, you know, you played together. There's a lot of unity. That's what we had when I first went to the Broncos in Denver. There was a lot of unity, man. We just loved each other. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's about, man. When you play for one another, man, I mean, it's a powerful thing, man. I mean, we see we kind of witnessing that, that here in Tampa, man. I mean, when you play together, you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot to be done, man. You overcome some, some, some stuff, you know, just by playing Absolutely. together and trusting the guy next to you, you know. And, and so, yeah. man, what the game has really changed is because we, don't, we, don't, we didn't have free agency back then. So when the guy was with the team, he stayed with that team. I, I was yeah. on the team 12 years. I saw you know, Tom Jackson and his kids grow up and Barney Chavis and, you know, those guys and their kids grow up, man. They're going to born and going to elementary school and then going to middle school together. You know, it's totally different. That's big, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, hey Ruben, you know, we got to take a quick commercial break, but uh, when we come back, yeah. Ruben, um, you know, not only did you have a, a very successful career in the NFL, you've been a coach in college, you've been a, a, a position coach in the NFL, but your son, Andre Carr, has had a had a had an awesome, very very nice um, NFL career. He didn't let his dad overshadow him. And hey, no, guys, we're gonna talk more about fact, Ruben Carter. As a matter of fact, I know you got to go to commercial break. I played twelve. He played thirteen. <laughs> wow, that's what I'm saying, Ruben. That's what I'm saying. Hey, guys, we're gonna be right back with more Ruben Carter. Hey, Red, hold on through this break. We'll be back with more Sports Info UM after the message. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're tapping into the autumn bite for bass, walleyes, catfish, and more with J.P. DeRose from Breaking Boundaries, Steel's Reel in the Outdoors with Joe Thomas, and Ronnie Green from A Fishing Story. We'll discuss how to pattern their movements, must-have tackle for the fall bite, and how the weather affects their feeding patterns. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. 
man, welcome back to Sports Info. You, um, you know, Ruben, I remember Super Bowl twelve like it was yesterday. Yeah, I mean, um, the <laughs> Superdome was just being built. Um, you yeah. know, we had a big color TV flow model at our house. Then too many people <laughs> in my neighborhood had a flow model color TV, but we had one. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, and, um, yeah. And, and that was in 1978. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there too many people in the yeah, neighborhood had color TVs in 1978. Ruben. That you was know. in 1978 with Super Bowl twelve, and it was the 77 season where the Denver Broncos actually started to come together. You know, Denver had never been in the, in the playoffs and had never won the division up until 1977, and they had been in the league for a while, you know, and uh, – you know, they hadn't won any, any games in order to be a division champion. And then we went to go play the Oakland Raiders there in 77. We had to play them over in Oakland. And uh, that was when John Madden was the head football coach. And, you know, they were pretty good, especially at their place in Oakland. You know, you had to go over there and play in front of their fans, which is one of the toughest places to play. And I remember we were leading, man. We were up on them about three touchdowns. And, and Tom Jackson ran, uh, ran one of the running backs out of bounds over there by John Madden and pointed his finger at him and said, not today, fat man. Not today. Uh, you know, that hey, was pretty man. special. That's, that's where it started, man. <laughs> hey, man, you want, you want to ask Ruben a question before we get out of here? Man, I mean, just uh, uh, the, the, the culture that you were in when you were there. I mean, I know it was when, when, when Daryl was there. I mean, yeah. uh, what was it like when you were there? Uh, you know, we, we had we had some pretty good coaches. You know, we really did. Again, the, the best guy was Harold Allen. I, I think that he was just a gem. On that staff, and, and he really held held no, everything no, together. No, no, you know, no, 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 I'm And also Pete Elliott, you know, but uh, he was the one, man. I mean, he actually, he actually was the guy that, that related to all the kids and all the players at every position, and, and, and he, he had the discipline. When a guy was out of line, you had to go see Coach Allen after practice early in the morning. Wow. And he didn't want to the do that. You didn't want to have to do that. Right, now, right. Want... Listen, I'm asking, I'm, ahead, asking, I'm asking about the culture. Oh, oh, oh! The you coach were, out okay, of program. The program. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were the saying coach. Because I mean, I mean, the yeah. coach. It was pretty mean. The coach. The coach was pretty mean yeah. when Daryl was there, man. Those were pretty, pretty uh, intimidating teams, is what I'm saying. I mean, I know you guys were right. good, but I mean, you know what I'm talking the about. The culture that itself. The culture. The culture. We. It was just the program was just starting. You know, when I got there. You know, and and again, we were trying to keep things afloat, and because we did play everybody. You know, the main thing was was to try to keep things uniform and, and to be able to stay, stay, you know, together and be uniform, you know, and that, and that was the toughest thing because, you know, you, you go out and you play hard, you know, you play a game against Auburn, you lose by three, and, you know, you play Oklahoma, at Oklahoma, you know, you, you lose by three there, you know, 27-24, right, right. you know, let's, let's keep it together. We see where the program's going. we got a chance to have something special. Let's stay the course. Let's keep fighting the good fight. And I think that that really helped, you know, to be able to create some perseverance there, you know, with, with the football team and the guys learning to have some toughness. And that same toughness yeah. I was able to take with me, you know, especially going to the Denver Broncos. You know, I couldn't be shaken when I went to the Broncos. You know, I was a fifth-round uh, draft pick, you know, and there was just no way I was going back home to Fort Lauderdale. Somebody's going to lose a <laughs> job here, you know. In this training camp, I'm not going back home, you know. And hey, man. Uh, and, and, hey, well, listen, man. Thank you, thank you for those brick. Those those bricks uh, uh, were built on. Those were the founding bricks that you laid, man. When you when you were there, man. Uh, those bricks uh, were used. They they uh, down took those teams and they they built on that, man. So uh, thank you for that, man. 
Hey, oh, thanks, thank man. You, hey, thank don't be a stranger, support. man. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock. Don't be a stranger. Hey, Matt, we got Fred on the line? Yes, sir. Fred Robinson, what's going on? Fred Robinson is another product of Coach Allen, um, Ruben. Fred, we hey, got Ruben Carter from Stranahan High School, Denver Broncos, All-American at the University of Miami, 1975 to situation down there at Miami? I, I, I feel good about where, where it's headed. You know, he, he's trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together, but I, I think he's he's doing it the right way in building relationships is where it starts. To be honest with you, Darrell, it starts with relationships with the community, uh, with the coaches, you know, especially in that day, Broward, Palm Beach County, that tri-county area. You know, that's the backyard for the University of Miami, man. And you've got to cultivate, you've got to make sure you have maintenance in your backyard. you got to take care of it. You know, that's, and, that's and what so I, I think he's doing all the things he needs to do in order to make it happen. Yeah, and, and Mark is actually uh, traveling around our state, too. When we look at um, yeah. 
that big defensive line, one of the bigger defensive linemen, got up there, number seven. Uh, he's from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, right, absolutely. Most of the linebackers, the starting linebackers, uh, uh, one of the inside line, the inside linebacker and one of the outside linebackers, both of them are um, Jacksonville products. So, um, he, yes, you know, he, he's, yes. he's, he's, make, he's making his way around. And, um, he's you know, he, he's making his way, yes. Yeah, he's Absolutely. definitely making it And he's, do, he's doing an excellent job of building the relationships because that's really where it starts. You know, people have to see. Okay. You're concerned about the families and the kids and want to see them be productive citizens. You know, they go good football players. They're athletes. But what, what are you going to do to develop them and mentor them as a young man? Exactly. Exactly. We all we all expect them to be at least productive citizens when they leave the University of Absolutely. Miami. Absolutely. You know what Absolutely. I mean? We want them to have all the degrees they can, but we want them to definitely be able to go out there and be productive, take care of themselves yeah. and their families. I coached high and school football family. for Absolutely. many years, and I told the kids, that's all I want you to do is grow up and yeah. take care of yourself and your family. That's it. That's, that's you all go. you got to do. It. That's what it's all about. You know, I mean, if you do a good job of that, you're going to do a good job of taking care of yourself. Yep. Well, there's no doubt about it, you know, because there's nothing more important than family. We, we know that everything else is fleeting, you know, so family is the most important thing, along with the spirit hey, development and growth of the And you know, man. Ruben, I think if it's any legacy that you guys left, it was that when you got to University of Miami, you had a family. And I know when yeah. I got to University of Miami, people like Fred Robinson took me under their wing and they showed me the ropes, do's and don'ts. Right. And I mean, and, and, I, and, when, and, and it was, when, when it was my turn... I took some guys under my wing you and told them to do some and don't. Too. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Hey, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't go here. Don't, don't go there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, hey, yeah. you know, see? And, and, I, and I know, I know, Um, you know, one of the, 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 the people that kept our family the tightest was Fred. And uh, and he was another one of those, that Coach Allen group of guys. And I'm going to tell you, man, Coach Allen has, um he he, oh, he provided a, a, a list, a list of men and I call them yeah. men because yeah. they were they, they yeah. were trench diggers and uh, and, and 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 team holder togethers. I mean, they held our team together. Yes. And That's we can what, ask Kevin Fagan's name. I want to share with you fair. about uh, Coach Allen because he was so special to me. You know, when I went to the University of Miami, my mother was ill, and that's why I wanted to stay close. She actually passed away at the end of my freshman year during the spring. Yeah. And uh, we had I had to leave uh, I had to leave uh, uh, spring. Uh, classes and go actually go to Fort Lauderdale for the funeral. Let me tell you who was sitting right there with me, man, was Coach Allen. <laughs> yeah. Well, Coach, Coach Allen, was, he, was, he was right there, and he held my hand through the whole process. Man. You, wow. you know that was something that was special and dear to me and has yeah. been throughout my life, knowing that oh, this man yeah. cared about me more than just being an athlete, but he cared about me as a person. Oh yeah, oh, yes, to support yeah. me like yeah. that, and that was special, yeah. and that helped me through a difficult time in my life. You know, being oh, yeah. alone without parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Very special. Yeah. Hey, hey Fred, you got anything you want to highlight, Ruben, about before we let you go? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to share too that when they were recruiting me, I was, you remember Otis Anderson when he was there. Yeah, I remember OJ, of course. Otis Anderson, KJ, Herbie. Well, they called themselves yep. the family anyway. So my freshman, when they recruited me, they said, well, you're going to be a part of the family. So before I even signed with the University of Miami, those are one of the things that they implemented. But one thing I yeah. want to say to Ruben, man, I remember sitting in the meeting, and I'm, you talking about Coach Allen, talking about you. Oh, my God, he used you as a clinic. 
and to help people with some of the moves and some of the strategy that, that you just played. And one of the one thing I like about Ruben, Ruben don't put no gloves on and he ain't never put no arm pads on. I, I, I don't wear no gloves, buddy. Oh, man. I'm hey, very successful hey, friend, what you do. I want to make one in my career. Later on in my career, because I've been giving you more technique and more the physical right. aspect technique. of the Fundamentals, game. you're right. Absolutely. And, you know, right. oh, Coach Allen used to take me through about five, maybe five or six minutes of double teams yeah. straight. And, yeah. and I say, Coach, why, why are you taking me through all these double teams? i got to do this for five, six minutes every day. Because that's the only way they're going to be able to block your butt. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> I said, hey, you must know something I don't know. So <laughs> that's what he said. Uh, Fred, hey, 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 Fred, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We here every Monday night. The list getting longer. People trying to holler at Ruben, man. You yes, holler sir. at you, Fred. Thanks for calling. Okay, then. Bye bye. Take care, Fred. Hey, hey, Matt. Um, we got we got Vince on the line. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ruben, um, we got That's Vince. That's my name. Uh, Vince graduated from Stranahan High School back <laughs> in the this? 80s. So I know he, he's very familiar with your play at Stranahan High School. He was probably on the sideline in the stand looking at you when he was a little. He, he was probably in junior high school when you was in high school, Ruben. I got it. Okay. I got Ruben Carter. Yeah, yeah Ruben Carter. Carter. Stranahan High School. Carter. Yeah. Oh my God, Rude needs to hear this. I got to see. How you doing? Hey, Darren. Darren. How you doing, Miss Oliver? You doing Ruben on the phone with us? Ruben is on the line with us. Good, Ruben Carter, Stranahan High School, All American University. Played at Super Bowl twelve for the Denver Broncos. Played twelve years for the Denver Broncos. Andre Carter is his son. Played 13 years in the NFL. Last team he played for was the Oakland Raiders. Before that, he played with the New England Patriots. His son now. Yes. That okay, yeah, Andre, 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 Andre wanted to go one more year than me. He said, you went 12, Dad, I'm going 13. That's the hey, rule. I will start yeah. out with this court rule. Oh, boy. I will start out with this court rule. Huh? I was start out with this the girl. <laughs> you talking about the girl? Now the we talking about first. the government project. That's that's where I grew up. <laughs> that's where I grew up at. When you was over there, that girl. When you yeah, was absolutely. over there, but but anyway, I remember you stand over there, the girl too, and we grew up over there, the girl, and we went to Scranton behind you, and you was our role model. You know, all the best thing come out of screen that that Coach Perry talked about. Yeah, well, you know what? I enjoyed going to Stranahan. That was good for me. Now, Vince, you know that was that was the first time I started playing football. Now, was in tenth grade over at Stranahan. I never played when I said Lee came behind you and then Coach Allen. Um, Gallon Lee told him they had to be like you, him and Cotton Rose. <laughs> and they 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 even up going to the pros like you did. It went to um, uh, I, Coach Allen. With Coach Allen had to jack him up a couple times. So you, yeah. so you, you went to Scranton, and then you, 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 you remember the, um, the uh, what you call it? The, 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 when they break all the bottles in the glasses, and, 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 and tell you go head up with with, with your opponent. Oh, you, you come out, you come out like the nutcracker deal. Yeah. 
Somebody just told me, I saw a couple of people from uh, Stranahan High School, including Norman Howard, and I uh, saw some of those people, and they told me that, you know. But uh, Stranahan actually helped me to build my career, man, because, you know, it helped me to get serious about grades and academics and, and all those things, and then to get involved in other sports. You know, I, I tried basketball in 10th grade, but I fouled out the first five minutes of the game. So <laughs> that's when the football coach saw me and said, you better go out for football, son. You ain't going to make it in basketball. <laughs> Well, you know, so that's when I started. Uh, yeah. Hey, well, Vince, man, we got to take a quick commercial. We're going to take a commercial break, man. And when we get out of here, okay. I know we got to let Ruben go because we've already had him on the show way longer than I know he expected to come on. Hey, Vince, you got one more question for Vince before, before, before yeah, Ruben? Yeah, I want to tell Before we let him get out of here, Ruben, go ahead. I want to tell Ms. Ruben, it's a blessing to be able to talk to you and come out and play neighborhood that you came from and then yeah. just go a little yeah. bit about so we scry together. So I thank the Lord for all of us that being here. Yes. But we're gonna have yes. a memorial for um, for Coach Bradley. It's gonna probably be about two weeks. Cause his okay. wife here now, and then we're gonna yes. have it at Scranton Auditorium. And then when we have it, then I can get hold of Daryl and tell Daryl to call you. And, okay. And, um, yeah, let, let me know on that day. Tell me on the date, and I'll see if I can oh, make that. I would love to be there for that. He's a special yeah. man, you know. Yeah, and, and, and I think you, you can come there and, and, and be one of the speakers out there. Yeah. Coach Skinner and, 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 and inspire some of the young kids at Scranton. Hey, Vince, we're going to take care of that for you for sure. Hey, we got to take a quick commercial, Vince, and we're going to be out of here. Hey, but guys, we'll be right back after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Ruben Carter on the line with us. Ruben has been with us the entire show. Ruben Carter, University of Miami. Uh, he finished at University of Miami in 1975, but he joined the Denver Broncos in 1975, played with them for 12 years, went on to coach at Howard, uh, San Jose State, Maryland, uh, coached with the Washington Redskins, the New York Jets, Temple. He was a head coach at FAMU University, coached defensive line at New Mexico and Purdue Ruben, how's it going, man? Thank you so much for being a part of Sports uh, Info I'm, I'm Radio Thank show. you very much for having me on the show. I've, I've really enjoyed it. As you can see, i got quite a resume there. I've been a lot of different places all throughout the U.S., but there's no place like home, like Florida. <laughs> I know that's right. And that's where you are now, Ruben? Yes, I'm located. I'm in Tallahassee. I'm in the Panhandle. I'm over here, okay. and I decided to stay here after I was at FAMU for those three years, 2005 to 2008. And I, I like this area, but I still get a chance to get home back down south within six, six and a half hours, just hitting the turnpike and, and heading back south and get a chance to be with family. That's, that's a beautiful thing. You know, Ruben, you've been involved in so many um, college programs, NFL programs. You know, for a young a young kid that's uh, getting involved in, in in football, say a person maybe maybe going into high school into his freshman year, what advice would you give to this young man if he has a a, a thought of going on to play college football somewhere? Well, first of all, he's got to understand his description. You know, he's a student athlete. You know, first of all, you've got to be a student. You know, you've got to be a good student, especially if a kid has earned a scholarship, then he's earned his way. You know, gotten his academics in order, you know, because that's really where it starts. You know, that four-year education is going to be with them for the next 40 years when they get to college. And so they've got to make sure that they're putting everything in. I know a lot of kids reverse that and say, I'm going to the NFL, and they haven't even been an All-American yet. You know, they haven't made all-conference team yet and haven't been known seen, you know, in television, you know, nationally on a national level within the awards, but get it done academically and everything else will take care of itself and everything else will fall into place. You know, there, there's some, uh, there's a little bit of luck and there's, there's a lot of prayers involved with, you know, being able to go through a collegiate career and, and, and having few injuries so you get a chance and opportunity to be able to make it, you know, past four years of college. But go there with the intention of you're going to be the very best player that you can be on the collegiate level. That, that was the way that I approached it when I went to the University of Miami. I'm going to be the best that I can be at Miami, 
I want to try to get my name known. I want to leave footprints here, you know, so that everybody know that I just didn't uh, come through and I was a shadow, but I want to be able to, to shine and then make sure that I leave some type of legacy here for not just myself, but others who passed after me. Man, well said, Ruben. Well said. You know, man, we um, got about 10 more minutes in the show. We've had you here the whole time. Um, I got a couple questions for you before before I get to, let you get out of here. Um, yes. You know, when when I when I was at the University of Miami, um, I think about the program, and I look at where I, when I look at our program, I can see growth every year in the program. Yes. I mean, I'm from from the day we won the national championship in the Orange Bowl, I saw growth. Um, the the next year we went to the um, the the uh, Fiesta Bowl. Then we went to the Sugar Bowl. Then we went to the Fiesta Bowl again, and I just saw like giant leaps of growth in the program. And now when I go down to the university, I find it hard for me to even see some of the same things that I saw when I was there in the eighties. There's so much change. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it, yes, it's yes. so big and it's. It it's just so been. much, man. And I, I just want to know, how do you look at it from being a part of the program from the 70s, you know, yeah. until now? Well, it, 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 it's, it's tenfold, let me tell you that, <laughs> from the way you look at it. But I, I, first of all, Dale, let me say I'm just so proud of the success that, uh, that you and, and all the, the young men that have went through that program at the University of Miami, especially the black players, you know, going there and making an impact. But the, what what was going on, what support, what occurred with you, and also what's occurring now, was my vision when I went there and committed in the beginning. But that would be a successful program. It would be one of the most dominant players, programs in the country, you know, and, and certainly it is. And an athletic program is just excellent, you know, not just in the sport of of uh, football, but also basketball and, and baseball. You know, that that was the vision, and, and it's just so. So, such a great feeling to, to see it come, come to pass, and the way that it has came to pass too. You know, it took some time in order for it to happen, but it, but it did happen. It happened. Yeah. It happened for, when when you guys had your success, and, and all the players went there had your success. You had it for all of us, you right. know, including Ray Bellamy, who first went there, and this would be his 50 year anniversary of being no the doubt. first black athlete no there doubt. on the football team. You did it for him too. So it extends all the way back to Ray Bellamy. Oh yeah, without it, without a doubt, and and I'd and I'd also add to what you said, Ruben, is um is a part of the academic part of it was graduating. I mean, I, I yeah. saw so many of my peers graduate before me that I knew it was my responsibility to get my paper when I left that program, and I know all and, and 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 I and I made sure that the guys behind me knew that it was ultimately important to get that paper yeah. when you leave here, to have it yeah. in your hand when you leave here. Don't go here all of these years and can't take something out of here with you. Have it in your hand when you, you leave here. You got to be able to, yes. Yeah. And, and I yeah. totally agree with you. You know, the academic part of it, you know, you, you had to make sure that you were were on point with that. You know, now, we didn't have a, we didn't have a five years to get it done now when I went there back <laughs> in the early 70s. You you had four years to get it done, buddy. You know, you don't have to go get it maybe somewhere else. So I will help you pay for it. But we, we uh, when I was, you know, I was thinking it in four years, man, you did it four years. You got I was, it done. I was I fortunate enough to be on the five-year program. I was on that five-year program, program, and my oh, last year in college, I had two classes. 
one the first semester and one the yes. second semester. Man, that was a really nice go. schedule I had, too. Yes. Well, I was on the four-year program, and I got it done in four. But you better believe I was there doing the sermon, taking care and handling business. Oh, to yeah. make sure I got it on time. So when I went out and, and I graduated and went to the Denver Broncos, I took my degree with me. It was in my little uh, small suitcase that I carried along with my little black and white TV in the trunk. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ruben, thanks for calling, man, and don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. If you got a shout-out to anybody or anything, any any, uh, organization you want to give, here's your time to give it to us. You got the last five minutes, so it's all on you, Ruben. Well, first of all, I want to give honor and glory to to my Lord and Savior and thank Him so much for the favor and, and also the grace that I've received over these years of my life. It's, it's, it's been special uh, for me, you know, and, of course, my, my family, you know, who supported me, you know, and uh, all of my sisters and brothers and, and, and all those people, you know, the friends and, and all the people that I've been around who, who supported me through some very difficult times and, and were able to see me through and, and, and really want to let them know, you know, how much I appreciate them. You know, but it's been good, though. It's been a, it's been a good ride. There's a lot of people that are involved in, in success. You know, it's never on your own. You know, you, there's a lot of people that help you to be successful and to be able to carry you through some tough times, and I just want to let all those people know how much I appreciate them. Hey, Ruben, thank you so much, man. And we're here every Monday night, Sports Info, UN Radio Show, VoiceAmerica.com. You can catch us on um, on Twitter at Sports Info UM. Or, hey, you can always just call our show, 888-346-1944. We're here every Monday night, man. And, hey, Ruben, I'll see you at some of the games this year. And every April, second weekend in April, we have our annual reunion. All the yeah. former players come back, guys that played in the 50s, 60s, all the way up until the 2000s come back. We have a big reunion. Last year we had over 300 guys come back last year. It was, yeah. it was unbelievable. Yeah. I hope to see well, you there. I will, this year. I will be there. Make sure you save me a seat and uh, make sure you got a ticket for me because I will definitely be there. I'll make sure you're there because I'm going to give you a friendly reminder before then. <laughs> but I'll be, here. I'll be right, sure buddy. to talk to you, man. Hey, don't be a stranger, Ruben. We're here every, mi- every Monday night on the Sports Info Radio right, Show. Great talking hey, with you. Great talking to you. And thanks for taking our ratings up, Ruben. We appreciate it. All right. Take care. Bye now. Hey, thank you. Hey, guys, that was Reuben Carter. What a great guy. You know what I mean? And not only is Reuben, was he a great NFL player, 12 years, his son, Andre Carter. I mean, Andre Carter played in the league 13 years for the San Francisco 49ers, the Washington Redskins, New England Patriots, and the Oakland Raiders. And I saw this young man dominate at defensive end in the NFL for the 49ers. He was the best defensive lineman they had. For the Redskins, he was the best defensive lineman they had. For the New England Patriots, he was the best defensive end they had. He had had some issues with his staying healthy at New England. But I saw this young man play in the NFL and didn't know that that was Ruben's son. Wow. Ruben, thanks for coming on the show. And hey, thanks for our listeners and thanks for the callers that called in this week. We had a whole lot going on. But before we go, Matt Ryan, watch out because you're going to be playing Tom Brady this week. I really think Tom Brady and Bill Belichick will win another Super Bowl. Uh, Wow. 
rack up another one for Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. I'm pulling for Matt Ryan and the Dirty Birds, the Atlanta Falcons. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off, but I'm pulling for Matt Ryan and the Dirty Birds. Ah, that's just It's just hard to think that Matt Ryan could beat the New England Patriots. Even though I think this is a, it, it is a possibility. Uh, Matt Ryan has probably, um, from what I understand, he's thrown the ball to more receivers for touchdowns than any quarterback in the NFL this year. He's going to need all of those receivers. Matt Ryan has, has also um, has two running, one running back, Freeman. That you know, he's as good as any wide receiver. He's as good as a lot of wide receivers in the NFL, and he's a running back. For for the Atlanta Falcons, I think the Atlanta Falcons um, their their defense could be could be I don't know if they have enough to handle um to handle the the, um, the New England Patriots and hey Dwight Freeney is what about forty years old still playing I just don't know if he has enough in the tank to to bring I just don't know if their defensive line has enough in the tank to put enough pressure on Brady because if you give him too much time it's just going to be it's, it's going to be a cakewalk basically hey guys we'll be back next week with more sports information talking more about the Super Bowl talking more about Tom Brady Bill Belichick and everything else that's going on in the world of sports. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.